Welcome to Chop, the Guillotine League podcast. I'm Paul Charchi, and my co-host is Brian Johnson. What's up, Charch? Good to have you back. The waiver wire is the magic for the Guillotine Leagues, and we're here every Tuesday to give you guidance about how to strategize your bidding for the week. That's the most important part of the whole week with the Guillotine League. It's, uh, it gets more interesting every week. It really does. Advice today is going to come in three forms. We're still giving broader bidding strategies that everybody should consider for all of your bids. Then we'll directly address the 10 most commonly chopped players. One, two, three, four of these guys may have gotten chopped in your league. And man, amazing players on the list, Brian. And we must say, if you've been chopped and you're not making any bids this week, there are week seven leagues forming in the lobby right now. And pretty fascinating... uh Names, you know, in the mix for the first overall pick now. Yeah, you got the first Derrick Henry is yeah. a beast. I think it's Derrick Henry. But what McCaffrey guy, but comes back. Yeah, McCaffrey. I mean, he will yeah. come back. Yeah, he will. If this week, hopefully, but if not this oh, week. I don't think this week. But uh, how about DK Metcalf? Passed his bye. I mean, he's got to be in consideration. Oh, yeah, you got to bump up all the guys past their bye. Yeah, we'll anybody, talk about a yeah. few in the, in yeah. the bidding section you know, for sure. Being, being past the bye is a really, really big deal. And don't sleep on Alvin yeah. Kamara either. Has the most RB1 games of all running backs right now, despite coming off of his bye. So yeah, another one. Five, right? yeah. Every game he's been an RB1. Uh, advice for regular free agents that pop up, although this is a regular, this is not a great one, but Tua. Tongo Vailoa will be. Everyone's got to get used to it now. Yeah, I get now. I gotta say it. <laughs> yeah. I've been able to. You know, I had his. I had the pronunciation down for the draft, and then I probably forgot about it in the intervening whatever six months that it's been. And now I got. I've got to just get back the rhythm. Tongo Viola. It's Tongo Vailoa. Nice Loa. job. Loa. I think you. I think you. I got, said. I, said you Vi- got I, I, I threw in a Frank Viola uh, <laughs> Freudian slip. If you enjoy Freud. Chop the Guillotine League podcast, please subscribe, rate review the podcast we appreciate your comments and um and your subscriptions help other people find the find the podcast nobody in your legal listen i promise um all right let's jump into some of the broad-based bidding advice the bye weeks uh, are you know officially in full swing teams on bye this week baltimore indianapolis miami minnesota you just same thing as last week you have to be careful about filling your roster with bye week guys who can't help you mm-hmm. um and be really careful. Look at your starting lineup. Do you have a hole to fill? And be really conscious, obviously, you don't fill with a guy on by. Yeah. And spend your fab on a guy on by when you need a starter to get you through this week. Um, my overall bidding strategy is progressively less conservative than it used to be. Uh, Brian, especially for those players who have already had their buy. I, you know, now I really feel like you can go in on Alvin Kamara or DK Metcalf because you've reached a point in the season where I don't need them to be healthy for 16 weeks anymore. I just need them to be healthy for 10 weeks. And you got to remember, after bidding this week, the seventh week of bidding, that's more than halfway through the bidding season. That's right. No, no more claims after week 13. Correct. If you, if you survive that long. It's a, great, so. it's a great reminder, and we need to start – and we, I should probably start reminding people that every week on this show. Um, also, again, and this is true for every single week of, of – and every single bid you make is really you're formulating how much better is this free agent than the replacement guy. If it's a big improvement, that's when you spend. If it's a small improvement, even if you love that guy and you're like, oh, man, I'd really like to have that guy on my team, but I've already got a good tight end. I don't need to break the bank on Mark Andrews, whatever. Just you can't use your money that way. Don't splurge in this economy. 
Don't splurge in this economy when you've already got a suitable guy. If the replacement value isn't significant, you're, shouldn't be, you should not be spending significant dollars. Okay, let's talk about the top 10 players who've been cut this week at guillotineleagues.com. And again, amazing players. This, this roster of 10, you'd win your guillotine league with these 10 guys yep. if you had all 10 of these. Yeah. Number one is quarterback Aaron Rodgers, the most cut player this week. He had been so good, and he ran into his first really good defense, and the whole thing collapsed. May not have David Bakhtiari. Uh, we're waiting official word on what his status is going to be. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity to remind listeners, don't overpay for quarterbacks. Brian, there are 11 teams left in your league. There's about 18 good quarterbacks, so you don't need to overpay for Aaron Rodgers. The most you're, in all probability, you're going from a decent quarterback to a good quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, and you can't overpay for that. No, you can't, even though the, the schedule is, is oh, it's pretty good. nice moving Houston, forward. Houston, Minnesota. Minnesota. 49ers, they're banged up. And then the Jaguars. Jaguars, the, three, three and four. four are cake for Rodgers. Cake matchup. So, but yeah, like you said, if you're still alive, there's a, the, the quarterback pool is uh, pretty deep unless people are hoarding them now, which, you know what, it's not a bad idea if you can do it to keep quarterbacks away from the competition. But, yeah, like you said, don't overpay for quarterbacks. So, Rodgers, i got to give him a little bit of a bump. Go a little above market value on mm-hmm. a broad scale for quarterbacks right, with that so schedule. Much, all right, so how much did you bid? $75. That's my must-have price. I was 50 must, Is it my yeah, recommended Yeah, that's a conservative. Price? But yeah, 75 yeah. would be the must-have for Rodgers. Yep. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you're the LJX mm-hmm. owner or, you know, someone on buy and there's not a lot of quarterbacks out there, Rodgers could be a... I'm seeing a big game for Rodgers against the Texans. I am too. This so, is going to bounce back after yeah, the humiliation he could be a, of last a keep week. You a, a keep you alive guy all by himself. Uh, almost, but I'm not spending 75 for a one week by week fill in. That's too much to spend. No, but if he's better than your existing quarterback, he's yes. worth he's worth it th- at that point. Maybe yeah. even a little more. Maybe even go up to 100. If you're, he's you're, a massive upgrade. Yeah. If, if you going, had Dak and now you're scrambling or mm-hmm. you're in that kind of situation. Because you don't want Andy Dalton. <laughs> well, I thought Dalton would be a lot better than he was. That's let's, let's uh, that not for even one go week there. that did not look good. No. All right, next. The second most cut player is Tampa Bay wide receiver Mike Evans. Touchdowns in every game until last week's total clunker. Now, the troubling part is in half of Tampa's six games, Mike Evans has one or two catches. That's it. In the, in the three games Chris Godwin has played this year, and Godwin will play mm-hmm. next week. He's healthy yes. now. In the three games with Godwin, Evans has seen 10 total targets. That's Bad. barely And, and only like three catches out yeah. of the 10 targets. It's nuts. Now, it can't stay that way, but it's still eye-popping, and these are the performances that get you chopped. So I'm showing some caution on Evans, even though the schedule's favorable. Las Vegas, then the Giants. Those are two improved but still bad secondaries. Then New Orleans, a worse secondary than it has been from from years past. And then Carolina, also an improved but still bad secondary. I'm recommending for Mike Evans, 75 bucks. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. If oh, it would have been like 300 Yeah, and even if you're like looking head to week seven, like if Evans is healthy, yeah, he's going to be two $300 player. And don't forget, Gronk is ramping up now. He looked great last mm-hmm. week. I'm eating so. some crow there. He, he's uh, getting his legs underneath him. He's a, a threat in the red zone to Evans. So I'm right there with you. I was like 7,500. Yeah, my must-have price is 125 on Mike Evans. And, I, and then it's 
this is your must-have price, not mine. So if you feel like you have to have Mike Evans, that's the most I pay, 125. The third most cut player, thanks to the bye week, Dal and well, the injury, and now bye week, Dalvin Cook. Touchdowns in every game, a high workload, but the bye week is here, Brian, and that creates a bit of a problem. After the bye, Dalvin Cook gets at Green Bay, that's a plus matchup. Uh, Detroit plus matchup, and then Chicago, which is the way you beat Chicago's on the ground. So I think he's he's highly usable. Well, he's really usable every week. He's well, been great. Let's keep going. Then it's Dallas, and then it's Carolina. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like it's easy. And then easier, the Jaguars. Easier. Right. So the run for <sighs> Dalvin is extremely good if you can survive this week. So I'm betting. I'm, I'm putting some money out. Even if I only had like a a one percent chance of surviving this week, I might go all in on Dalvin just. In the hopes I survive, right, so then I have all, that run. What's all in? So how much you well, putting? He's got. You need to survive this. Of week. course, different people are under different scenarios. But a blanket, three hundred. I think you need to go about three hundred, and you probably, if your must-have price is probably closer to four hundred, and if, try to get Dalvin. Yeah, and if you have managed your your bankroll pretty well and have a pretty good healthy team at this point, mm-hmm. pad that your chances even further and go go in on Dalvin even if you don't really need he's he's basically an upgrade over all but three running backs in the NFL yeah and that's, and, that's and, debatable and, and maybe there zero. aren't three <laughs> so. maybe zero for Dalvin now he does have this history of injury it's yeah. already snake bit him here so, uh, but we uh, we do believe that he will play after the bye and he'll be back to being the starter next my guy Tennessee tight end, Janu Smith. So sad. He probably misses this week's game against Pittsburgh with the ankle injury that knocked him out of last week's game. He cost cost me my – I've now been chopped in one of my five leagues. Janu was part of the reason with the one catch. Well, he used to be mine in that league. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So you get the curse of the Titans. And what makes it worse is Anthony Ferkser goes off. Right, and it would have been Janu's He leads the team in, like, targets. That would have been all Janu. Yeah. Oh. That that stings. It hurts. Upcoming schedule. I mentioned he probably doesn't play this week. Janu probably doesn't play this week against Pittsburgh. Uh, But then it's uh, at Cincinnati, Chicago, and then a tough game against Indianapolis that is giving up very little to uh, tight ends. So this is a tricky one. He is injured, but it's not a serious ankle injury. Uh, Janu probably only misses one game, if any. And, but he's been, he came into this week as the highest scoring tight end on a per game basis. I'm sure it's Kelsey now. So what are you bidding on Janu Smith? What's the recommended price? What's the must have price? Yeah, if you're trying to fill two, three starter spots this week, you best not be bidding on Janu Smith, even though... Odds are he's a better tight end than you have on your roster right now. But if you if you can burn the bench spot, just his his potential is exponential. So seventy five dollars for Johnny. Yeah, that's exactly Smith. what I have. It's my Unless I'm the price. Kelsey owner or yeah. well, how many <laughs> safe tight ends are there the anymore? Kittle. Right. So Kittle, Kelsey. And it was John U. Smith. Was the we're going to talk guy. about Mark Andrews, too. He's not He's as not safe, safe as either. people think no. he is. No. Uh, the fifth most chopped player, Arizona wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. A shocking move. Even though he had the two catches for 73 yards, he ended up being, uh, being chopped uh, a lot. The upcoming schedule, he gets Seattle this week. That's great. Then, unfortunately, he goes on bye. Then Miami. That's great. Then he's got a tough matchup with Buffalo and Tredavious White. So that's the schedule for DeAndre Hopkins. 
obviously he's been pretty much everything hoped to this point. And this game, it's not even a bad game. A 73-yard game is not a bad game. But here he is available in a lot of leagues. What do you, what's your recommended price on DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, Hopkins has the matchup with the Seahawks this week uh, that could that could keep you alive <laughs> all by himself. What, what mm-hmm. he could do in that game. A lone wide receiver, like one wide receiver, has scored two touchdowns in three of Seattle's five games. I didn't follow that. In, in three of Seattle's five games, okay. a wide receiver has scored twice. Oh, okay. All right. So if someone's going to do that for Arizona, it's probably going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Well, so tell that to Christian Kirk, who scored yeah, twice on Monday night. Best of all, almost like a little end around. But anyway, back to your question. Like you said, the schedule, a little ominous after this, the season. I don't like the, I don't like the lurking bye that you no, inherited that by the problem, but it's still DeAndre Hopkins, a top five fantasy wide receiver. 225. That's exactly my number. 225. <laughs> that's in Canada. And that can vary depending on how desperate you are at wide yep. out this if week. If you're desperate enough, my must have on DeAndre Hopkins, Three. 325. 325. Yeah, yep. I'm with you. All right, next, Odell Beckham, Cleveland wide receiver. He has an upcoming schedule of Cincinnati, which is an improved secondary. Then Las Vegas, and I mentioned before, better but not great. Then a bye week. And then Houston, that's a plus opportunity. Odell's been all over the board, big games, bad games. Baker Mayfield benched last week, but it feels like an opportunity to get right against Cincinnati. How do you feel about Odell Beckham? Yeah, Mayfield did not look good, as you said, got benched. Uh, was injured going into the game, but uh, opportunity has been there for Beckham. Uh, second in red zone targets, has seen the third most end zone targets in the NFL. I love that. And uh, the schedule, like you said, is favorable. And I still just don't think people are sold on him being his old self, but he Sure looks like it, even though the pieces around him are kind of collapsing. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was the case in his old career with the Giants. So, I, I almost like Beckham a little more than mm-hmm. Hopkins moving forward, but I don't want to spend as much. But I'm going to say 150 on Beckham, 175. I got about half that. I got 65 really? on him. Um, I just, I just, I don't like. For guillotine leagues, I don't like the high players with the highs and the lows because those lows end up getting you chopped. I want more consistency, so I've got 65 as a recommend and 94 a must-have. On Thankfully, he doesn't have to play Pittsburgh every week. The next most chopped player, and I believe we're on the seventh, is Miami tight end Mike Gusecki. His last month, three games with zero or one catch? What? How does he get deprioritized last week for Adam Shaheen? And what s- happened? I think something called Smythe. Smythe scored got a touchdown Patrick too. Patrick Smythe got him for a touchdown. <laughs> what? I'm I'm seeing these big white guys catching touchdowns, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not an 89. It's What's the wrong 80. Wrong? What is going on here? Yeah, I, they did. They did target him. Fitzpatrick targeted him a couple times in the end zone, I recall. But yeah, they did not connect. And I don't know it, it, when you're talking about <laughs> floors and guillotine leagues. This is a disaster. Th- the proof is in the pudding right. right there. I don't want this guy on my team. And he's on by. Right he's on by this week. Yeah, I, I'm not so, bidding. I mean, five bucks is five the bucks? must have. Yeah, but I, a dollar. Yeah. Sure. I, I don't have a problem with that. Give me Ferkser. Well, <laughs> I'll take Ferkser. Yeah, if, if you, well, he's got well, Pittsburgh I, this week. But yeah, yes. Okay, no, no, I don't want Ferkser. You might not want. You can. We'll find a different uh, tight end to plug in this week. Um, obviously, Tua starts after the bye from Mike Gusecki. Let's turn our attention to the eighth most chopped player. It's another superstar. Kansas City wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Coming off his first mediocre box score of the entire year. Six catches, 60-some-odd yards. Uh, uh, coming up, schedule's very favorable. Denver, then the Jets, then Carolina, and then finally a bye week. 
So you don't have to sweat that by for four uh, for four more weeks. That makes it uh, pretty appealing on Tyreek Hill. So what are you going to pay? This is going to be another. This is going to be another expensive. I told you guys at the beginning we were going to loosen the purse strings. Here we are. What do you think? Let's throw this out there first. If you roster Patrick Mahomes, don't go after Tyreek Hill because that's too many eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. That would have burned you on Monday night or Monday afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And, and Hill, he does. He's not quite the roller coaster ride that like Amari Cooper has been over his yeah, career, yeah, right? But he does have the down games, and you got you got to fear mm-hmm. those. And they did, of course, bring in Le'Veon Bell. Maybe they get a little more run heavy. Ceh looked pretty good against the Bills, so I'm not bidding as much for Hopkins. Uh, I I, I got to go out the same as I I, I overpaid for Beckham, right? <laughs> At one fifty. Yeah, so thought, I think well, I thought so. Yes, that's about one. That's where I'll put Hill around one fifty, one seventy five. Because I do fear those those bust games that they there can't happen. There aren't many though. There aren't, but they're I, there. See, I think if it comes to to me, he's right in the same conversation with DeAndre Hopkins that we had before. The two twenty five recommended, the three hundred must have. Kelsey is just such a problem, though, man. Kelsey. Kelsey's their top top receiver. Well, he kind <laughs> of is. He's certainly the top, at least in the red zone. Scorer. Yeah, but Tyree Kill's been very safe oh, and did. no immediate buy issues. I I would spend. That's okay. We we agreed to disagree. So how much are you spending? I'm saying two twenty five and twenty five. Okay. Yeah. I, I won't I won't contest that. Well, I would I would end up beating your bid. The ninth most chopped player is another good receiver coming off a of bye week. Chargers receiver Keenan Allen. His upcoming schedule is cake. So if you if you believe Justin Herbert's good, and I do, mm-hmm. here's who he's going to be throwing against: Jacksonville, Denver, Las Vegas, Miami. Sign wow. me up. Yeah. Sign me up, baby. And that's pushed up. It, it that schedule alone pretty much doubled what I was ready to pay for Keenan Allen. So now I'm sitting at about 150 for Keenan Allen, based on that schedule and knowing that I have. I've got I got twenty point upside every week. Yeah, and he's walking into those games. And like you said, coming out of the bye, the bye and is the bye gone. Is behind him, and, right? Uh, yeah, in week five, he left the game against the Saints, but he was looking good. He scored a touchdown, had like mm-hmm. 40, 50 yards, and uh, like and Justin Herbert, I think, is for real, as do you. So, yeah, Allen might be the most the 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 receiver I'm most excited about on this list, just in terms of what you can get him for. And yeah, one fifty. That's like the floor must have. I might almost go up to 170 just to make mm-hmm. sure I get him because I think that, that price tag is going to go up to 200 next week. It's yeah. 250 the following week. Especially, I mean, he's got to stay healthy, of course. But yeah. uh, I've got the must-have price at 250 And do ch- double-check his injury status. Um, we're presuming he's going to be okay for this one. And the number 10 player on the most chopped list, you've already alluded to it once, it's tight end Mark Andrews. It's been a shockingly up-and-down season for him. We The passing game for the Ravens just hasn't clicked this season like it did last year. Neither is the running game, really. Um, they've been just sort of good enough. Uh, but we haven't seen Andrews get fed the same way. And check out this horrible schedule for Mark Andrews to really complicate matters. By week this week, then Pittsburgh, then Indianapolis, then New England. These are all teams in the top five in fantasy points allowed to tight ends. It's brutal for Mark Andrews. So you got to survive the bye, and then you got to hope he bucks trends for the next three games after that. So, speaking of trends, too, we never, no, no, Mark Andrews was never tabbed with the touchdown dependent label. Oh, that's not prior to now. But in his last 15 games, 
He's had less than 60 receiving yards in 13 of them. Wow, that's bad. But he scored 12 touchdowns his last 15 yeah, games. He didn't care. So, but yeah, if the touchdowns dry up, you're looking at a almost a useless tight end. Right, that's so, the danger. Yeah. All right, so what are you bidding on Mark Andrews? I, uh, even though he's still really good, he's not playing. I'd right. I'd rather have. I think I'd rather have Johnu rest the season, so I can't. Mm-hmm. And Andrews is on a buy, like you said, so they're they're both useless this week. I would go five dollars left less than Johnu, which we put at what? One, I think I think one hundred. No, a little less, but yeah. But so I would say seventy bucks on Mark yeah, Andrews. I had sixty five on Mark Andrews. He's not as a uh, must have as I uh, deemed him earlier in the year. No, especially it's just, in draft season. It's just where we are right now in their season and what we've seen from Mark Andrews. This is the all time low. This is the worst possible time to pick him up heading into a bye week. So I think you. I think it's a sixty five dollar bid on bid on Andrews. You stash him for a month from now. We'll mm-hmm. talk about you know we'll talk about him and thanks at Thanksgiving forward and see if he's going to help you through the playoffs. He's just never the consistent like six catches, sixty yard kind of guy. Not that many tight ends are, but that's what we want him to be. And that's, he's, and that's well, yeah. That's when he has those games, he tacks on touchdowns. When he doesn't score, he right, doesn't do anything. Right. <laughs> all right, let's shift our attention to some of the standard waiver wire guys that are available in all all fantasy There's leagues. There's a few intriguing. There's ones a couple. This, this it's a down week, I think. Um, are you bidding on Tua, knowing that he's on bye this week and then comes back? In a guillotine league, no. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> a dollar, think so like if I don't, ha- if I don't have a backup quarterback, yeah. but I don't think so. No, he's going to learn on the job. Um, if he were a hyper mobile quarterback, it would be a different story, and I might just roster him and hope for rushing touchdowns. Right. But with a hip, and I just, I just don't, I don't think that it's going to work out that way. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo benched two weeks ago. Then, after everybody gives up on Garoppolo, he looks awesome. Well, within the framework of what they asked him to do, which was a lot of short passing and confidence-building passing, but he had three touchdowns in the first half. Um, is he rosterable? And do you want to throw a couple of bucks on Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, going into a revenge game against the Patriots, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he looked a lot better. I, I, I thought he had you know one foot in the grave, but uh, the Patriots matchup, not great not moving great. forward. But the Seahawks uh, the following week, then 49ers, Saints, Rams, 49ers again. He plays uh, for uh, the he 49ers. Does, yeah, I'm reading this all wrong. Packers is bad. <laughs> Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams. Okay. Bills. Just as worse than the 49ers. <laughs> so, yeah, nice. in terms of uh, a matchup. So, not too excited about Jimmy G right. from a guillotine league perspective. But if I needed to back up 10 bucks, 15 10 bucks. Uh, Raheem Mostert's out with a high ankle sprain. And by the way, I wouldn't even bid on him. Um, and I love Raheem Mostert. I think he's a great talent. You know, he's a couple of bucks. You shelve him, and that's it. Well, I'd put a couple of bucks on him. That's it. He's. We've seen the high ankle sprains. Michael Thomas lost five weeks. Uh, we are currently on five weeks for Christian McCaffrey and counting. So these things are real problems. But let's. what do you want to do with Jarek McKinnon if he's available and Jeff Wilson, who's widely available? And, and this Jamichael Hasty kid yeah, showed uh, yeah. some promise. So, But they're all – these are $1, $2 bids on mm-hmm. – Jarek McKinnon, go for a little – Tevin Coleman is still out for the foreseeable future. I think so. I mean, we haven't heard his name since week one. I just hate the 49ers backfield. I know. Like when, when I get like the – you get the 49ers matchup on Fantasy Football Weekly, or it's like, oh, <laughs> i got to dig into this <laughs> a, disaster running back situation again. It's and it changes every week, too. So uh, I'm G- pretty much staying away. All right. Well, I I'm I would throw a couple of bucks on any of those guys. I like a buck on McKinnon. Hasty. Give me McKinnon. a buck on Hasty. Okay. I liked what I saw at him. Uh, Gus Hed- Edwards heading into the bye uh, could be your a- ankle injury replacement for Mark, An- uh, Mark Ingram. 
We don't know the nature of Mark Ingram's ankle injury because they don't have to say anything because they don't have a game coming up because they're on bye. But you could throw a buck on Gus Edwards. A couple of bucks on J.D. McSuckett, who continues to get about half of the total touches for Washington. A lot of work through the air. Running the ball a bit. PPR monster. PPR, he's been really good. Three straight, uh, three, three straight games with double-digit PPR points. Yep. He's been reliable. Uh, and generally available in guillotine leagues. At receiver, there's not a lot here. Uh, Keenan Cole's getting a lot of looks from Gardner Minshew. You could throw a buck there. You could throw a buck on Tim Patrick. If uh, Travis Fulgham's available, here's that might be your guy, Thursday night game, uh, even with De- Deshaun Jackson potentially returning, Alshon Jeffrey potentially returning. I think he will continue to be the uh, the, pro- the probably the primary receiver there. We should circle back to running backs real quick yeah. in that Philly game in Boston Scott. Oh, yeah, Miles right. Sand- yeah, he Boston deserves – <laughs> A little more than uh, these other guys. I mean, if, if Sanders is ruled out and he... Oh, Sanders he, out. He, yeah. yeah. You're right. Scott, Boston Scott belongs on the list. Even just for a one-week play is worth 25 maybe. bucks, maybe, if you need a running back. And if he if he holds on know. to the job... So here's the problem. They have one starter on their offensive line, and they lost another... I know. They, one of the backups to the backups got knocked out last week, Jeff Driscoll. So is it Driscoll? I don't know. It's it's all it's all bad on that And Ertz, Ertz is out a few weeks yeah, now. Yeah, Ertz is out. I don't know if you're going to say Dallas Goddard, but if he, uh, he's available, he's someone you might want to. Yeah, Goddard, you could plan ahead because Goddard's. He now, could play he, this week. Yeah, Goddard. I don't. I'd be surprised, but maybe it's a Thursday game. But that might be the way to go is to find uh, find Dallas Goddard at the tight end position. All right, thank you for listening to the Chop Podcast. I hope you found this helpful. Congratulations, you're still alive because people who aren't alive generally aren't listening. But um, I hope you found it helpful. And um, if so, please subscribe, rate, and review. And you got two more weeks to join another guillotine yeah, league. Find new life tonight. Absolutely. Tomorrow find, night. Yeah, absolutely. Every night there are drafts. Friday at lunchtime. There's yep, drafts. Friday at lunchtime. And we do the Friday lunch draft as well. So a bunch of opportunities to get in a guillotine league. If you love it, make sure the fun keeps going. They're inexpensive. And as you know, because you're listening to this, tons of fun. We'll talk to you in a week, everybody. Bye-bye.